0: I really feel like, and this sounds so cheesy, but I feel like I'm finally doing what I was actually born to do, like t- talking and oversharing to people who want to listen.
1: Hello, listener. My name is V, the voice of Pod, and I am the host of Podcaster. Podcaster is a show where I ask podcast creators a number of random questions. Then they give spontaneous open and honest answers about life and the podcast they have created. Hello podcaster.
0: Hello, how are you?
1: Please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners.
0: So my name's Mads or Maddy Carty. Um, my podcast is called Mads World and yeah, that's the gist of it.
1: Thank you for joining us Maddie. How are you today?
0: I'm good to know it's a big day for Mads World the podcast because I have interviewed in the last week um, someone from Love Island, Millie Court's best friend who is running her Instagram at the moment and I think um, yeah the podcast is blowing up like it's all over social media. Um, The guy Ryan Lloyd who is Millie's best friend running her Instagram has shared it on her account so it's all very exciting and I'm interviewing another contestant who has left the villa this week um all about their experiences as a mixed race islander um and um something she spoke about in the villa that wasn't aired in regards to being bisexual so I think that is going to be great for the listeners as well so yeah it's a really fun week are you ready yep go ahead
1: great let's begin why did you decide to start your podcast
0: It started out um, because I went sober at the end of lockdown last year. Well, not the end, the middle of lockdown last year in November. And I had all this creative energy to sort of channel into something. And I was drawing, painting, writing, reading. And then one day I matched with a guy on Tinder called Tom, who was pretending to be a newly signed Premier League football player for a London team. And he was a really obvious catfish and it was pretty funny. So I shared the back and forth on Instagram and it blew up and everyone wanted to know what Tom was going to say next and if he could be a real footballer. And, you know, it was a lot of back and forth. So people started asking me to make a podcast all about my experiences with dating and living in London And so I just channeled all that energy into making it happen. So I think it was about bringing people together and just um, giving people a reason to relate over the power of authenticity and shared experience. So I guess I'm finding it really astounding when I have people reach out to me um, either for help or just to share their stories or share something embarrassing that's happened to them. And I am completely unqualified (laughs) for this kind of stuff, but Yeah, I'm finding it really cool um, that it's sort of bringing people together and, um, yeah, just making people laugh. So I think, yeah, starting the podcast was definitely motivated by connection with other people.
1: Describe your podcast in three
0: words. Ooh, okay. Um, Describe my podcast in three words. I would say um, exploratory. Explorative, explorative, like I don't know how I don't even know if that's a word, <laughs> but um, yeah, it it does explore lots of different avenues. So um, I think that is definitely one element of it. I would say authentic and honest. So um, I'm very open on the podcast. I talk a lot about my own personal experiences, whether they're super embarrassing, um, not pc um my mum hates listening to all that kind of stuff but um yeah i would say honest and i guess funny like it is the thing is people's real stories are bloody funny and the stuff that people come to me with and the submissions i get from people and the questions i get um yeah they're all just real and honest and yeah really funny when did you last feel happy God, this is such a deep question. Um, I would say when I last felt happy, do you know what? It was when my podcast went live this morning. I feel like Tuesday morning, 8am, that's when my podcast drops every week. Um, I get like a massive kick out of it. Everyone's messaging me saying they loved it, whether they're, you know, they it's in their routine to listen on a Tuesday morning or um, yeah, over the course of the week, I think it's just nice to watch it grow and see everyone listening and enjoying it so yeah that I definitely get a massive a massive um kick and happiness out of seeing the podcast grow and just putting work into it and it it actually pays off so yeah where
1: do you find inspiration
0: So I love reading books, especially books written by women that I can really relate to. So Pandora Sykes or Dolly Alderton, um, Florence Given, Claire Chambers. I think, um, yeah, I just love reading books that are written by young women, um, women I can see myself in. um, And I find as well, if I read books that are kind of like essay led, whether it's about um, different issues that affect people in my demographic or other demographics it's just um I find that as really useful as finding subject matter for my podcast and also for finding guests as well because um yeah I mean if you don't ask you don't get so I think a lot of the people I've had on the podcast as guests sort of have come from just you know exploring different books different music different whatever it is and then um yeah, just choosing things that I'm interested in to explore on the podcast, I think, has worked really well because you can you can feel it coming through each episode if I actually um, care about something or um, know a lot about the person that I'm interviewing. So I think that's where the, the real engagement comes from from listeners because they want to hear me getting excited about whoever is the guest and you know whatever drives that person creatively, whether it's a friend or whether it's a celeb an influencer, a writer or um, whoever reality or fiction oh do you know what I don't actually like watching documentaries and I don't like it when tv shows say that they're based on a true story because I just think that fiction like it it can be such a good twister it can be such a wild ending that no one could have it could have never happened to anyone because it was so strange but then in saying that, I love reality TV. I love Love Island, Geordie Shore, Only Ways Their Six. I love it. And I think, um, yeah, just like seeing people's authentic selves in, in shows like Big Brother and that kind of thing, you can't write that. And no one can act as authentically as people can in reality TV, even though some of it is quite contrived. So I don't know. Um, reality or fiction I'm gonna to have to say fiction I think I love a good tv show I love a good Netflix um show so yeah
1: what has been one of the most interesting things you've learned making your podcast
0: I think learning what I am capable of so committing to something and actually sticking to it and finding fulfillment in my work. So I really feel like, and this sounds so cheesy, but I feel like I'm finally doing what I was actually born to do, like talking and (laughs) oversharing people who want to listen. So um, apart from that, I think the most interesting things I've learned would be just through the people that I've been able to speak to as a part of the experience. So Luke Kelly, who has HIV and is an advocate for combating the stigma against people with HIV. Um, I've spoken to chefs about food fetishes. I've spoken to an influencer who lives in LA and sleeps with celebrities at sex parties. I've spoken to Chris Atkins about his time in prison and how sex and relationships function on the inside. And I'm just super grateful to have spoken with all of these different people because I've learned just so much about I guess how different people's lives can be. So yeah, I think definitely just learning about myself and how far I can push myself, but also, yeah, just, you know, learning from different people about their own lives has been amazing.
1: What moment in your life do you wish you could erase?
0: I've actually thought about this before and I feel like I've thought about it a lot because obviously you want to you in the moment you would want to erase something really painful like a breakup or you know a death or whatever it might be but i really do think all of those things make you who you are and you learn something from every failed relationship from every you know trauma in your life you do learn something so i just think if you were to erase it erase all of your ex-boyfriends erase you know all of those horrible experiences all those memories and everything you would just go into the next relationship and make the same mistakes So I don't, I really don't think I would erase anything, even my most latest, my most recent breakup, which was, you know, probably four months ago now, when it first happened, it was so raw and it was so painful. And I was just thinking, I wish I just never met this person. I wish I didn't have to go through this, but now I can look back and um, yeah, I think I've just learned so much. And at the end of the day, it's all podcast content, isn't it? Every bad day is podcast content. So (laughs) yeah, I don't think I would erase anything in my life what makes you angry? I think what makes me angry is apart from just injustice which gets me really riled up it's when people comment on things that they don't completely understand or situations that they could not possibly ever find themselves in so I think I find it difficult sometimes with my podcast because obviously I come it's coming from a place of privilege like I'm a White woman, I'm a young woman. Um, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got a great job. I've got great friends. I've got a really strong, supportive family. So I think when I'm interviewing people that might come from a certain minority group, or they are speaking about things that are really painful, or passionate, or real, or raw for them, I try my very best to take a step back and let them lead the conversation. Because yeah, there's just nothing that grinds my gears more than when people try to speak over someone who's had those negative experiences and that's been really challenging for them um so yeah I think that gets me really fuming so I try my very best to not um not be one of those people if you
1: knew you could get away with a crime what would it be and how would you do it
0: Mm, probably maybe like oh do you know what? I think it would have to be some kind of robbery, like doing online Bitcoin robbery or something. So I would learn to be a hacker, <laughs> get online, steal everyone's Bitcoins, become really rich. And, yeah, I would only steal from the rich, though. It would be like Robin Hood vibes. Steal from the rich, give back to the poor. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Fruit or veg?
0: Hmm. I'm going to have to say fruit. I do love a fruit. I love the idea of a fruit, like fruit juice on a hot day, fruit salad while you're on holiday. I think it's always got to be fruit for me. But then in saying that, I do love tomatoes, but who knows, are they a fruit? Are they a veg? It's the ongoing debate. So
1: <laughs> what do you find the most annoying part of making your podcast?
0: I think the most annoying part would have to be listening to my own voice on repeat while I'm editing a podcast. Um, the other most annoying part would be uh, listening to how much I say like, how much I say um, and um, probably the tech side of things, like when things aren't working out. So, you know, if someone's mic's not plugged in or if somebody is, um, you know, speaking really quietly and I have to be like, speak up a bit. Yeah, I think it's just like all the little things, but it's really not, not that bad. <laughs> you planned
1: a romantic dinner. What song do you play to set the
0: mood? Um, hang on, I'm going to have to think about this one. So I think in terms of what music I play to get in the mood, so I actually lost my virginity to RESPCT by Aretha Franklin because it was stuck on a playlist and no one wanted to get up and change the playlist. So there's that. But um, in terms of romantic music, I think, I'm obsessed with Matt Maltese at the moment. He's like this young English guy. He's about 20 years old. He has this song called As the World Caves In. I think it's a few years old. It got famous on TikTok and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. it I feel like it gets me all emotional. So I'll probably play that. Um, it's not very romantic. It's more sad. But, I mean, the best romance are romances are tragedies. So.
1: What was the last thing you did for yourself?
0: Hmm. Do you know what? I read so much about self-care and everything and, you know, making time for yourself and stuff. But I feel like everything I do because I like have no kids, I have no real responsibility apart from my job and the podcast, which is a choice. I feel like everything I do is for myself. You know, if I want to ride a bike somewhere, I will. Like I rode my bike to Columbia Road on Sunday, bought myself a plant because I have disposable income because I'm just paying rent. I don't have a mortgage. You know, if I want to read my book, I'll read my book. If I want to have pasta for dinner. I don't have a boyfriend and he can't tell me any different. You know, I feel like literally my whole existence is just living for me. So um, yeah, pretty much everything that is my answer.
1: (laughs) If you could be best friends with a celebrity, who would it be?
0: Oh, this is an easy one. I, I love, and I would love to be friends with, So pretty much anyone in like an indie rock and roll band. So you can go to festivals, you can go on tour with them, you can drive around in a little bus, you can like just chat absolute bollocks with them. But I think I absolutely love Sam Fender and his band. I think their band, he's a musician, he's like an indie rock musician from up in Newcastle. He's just blown up in the last few years, especially over lockdown. He's gorgeous. And his him and his friends' Instagram stories just kill me they are so funny they do this thing called Geordie Americans where they say Geordie sayings in American accents and I am not even going to try and replicate it but it is so funny and it just makes me want to go on tour with a band so bad so yeah I think any celebrity Sam Fender and his friends or like second to that any rock band where I can either be a groupie or be the lead singer in a band (laughs) what are people's misconceptions about you I've never actually thought about that before. I mean, I guess we'd have to start with what people actually think about me. So I guess people think that some people might think I'm dumb because I'm a, like, you know, I'm silly. I'm always joking around. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that some people might think that I'm dumb, but I guess like I would consider myself quite an intelligent person. I mean, I'm pretty good at my job. I invented a podcast. It like came out of nothing. It literally comes out of my brain, goes into a microphone and then people want to listen to it. So, yeah, but I, I really don't know if people think I'm dumb. I think maybe that's just like an internalized thing that I project onto other people. Um, people might think that I'm a bit up myself maybe because I upload a lot of like like selfies and stuff on Instagram. Um, they might think I'm a bit conceited, but I mean I, I think – the thing is with all people like that and with all people, I guess everyone has a certain like element of low self-esteem about them. I mean, I've had depression and anxiety for probably the last 10 years. I think I overthink a lot of things. I'm, um, yeah, I, I n- not even just overthink, but I overanalyze things as well. Um, yeah, I'm a massive oversharer. So I hope that that sort of comes across and I don't seem like you know, I've got my head up my own ass. I don't even know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast, but I've said ass. So <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, misconceptions. I think that's pretty much it. I'm, I, really, I really don't know what people think of me. I think people think I'm funny, but I am funny. So <laughs> that's, that's not a misconception. It's, it's a conception. Is that the word? I don't know. Do you believe in luck? don't believe in luck but I believe in and I'm not someone to believe in this kind of stuff but like manifesting what you want and just I think if you and that's not believing in like magic or the universe or anything like that I think if you want something bad enough and you like can picture it in your head in your mind's eye you will do everything to make that happen without realizing it. like little goals and stuff that you set for yourself whether it's doing one thing a day for the podcast, emailing one person who you would love to be on there, messaging random people that you follow you and tell you that, you know, to listen to your podcast. I think you just do all these things inadvertently without actually realizing and you sort of make your own luck. So yeah, I think I've always kind of been a lucky person. I always end up in amazing situations where I'm backstage at a gig or i I don't know, I managed to pull something off at the last minute, all that kind of thing. So I think, yeah, I don't know whether that's luck though or if that's just, um, just uh skill, having a good memory. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I don't believe in luck. I think you make your own luck.
1: Would you rather be liked or respected?
0: This is such an interesting question because I think when I was drinking so much for the last four years, while I've been in London, when I first came here, I was just on a holiday for two years. And then I realized I actually wanted to live here and have a life here. And all my friends were here and everything. And I think when I was drinking so much and making a fool of myself, I was definitely liked. I was liked whenever I went out, I was liked by people at work because they could get a funny story out of me. And I was liked because, you know, I would always be there for a good time, but I don't think I was respected and I don't think people respected that, um, I was like smart enough to do something like start this podcast. I think when I first started it, I wanted it to have a purpose. And I remember someone saying to me, Mads, no one is listening to you for advice. No one's going to listen to your podcast for help or advice or, you know, anything of substance. Like they just want to hear you and your funny drunk stories. And I was just like, do you know what? And that was like a really pivotal moment for me because I think that's when I realized I was liked, but I wasn't respected. And I think going sober... Um, which I have slipped with lately and I have like as lockdowns eased and stuff, I've sort of gotten back into going out and stuff, but, um, just trying to like manage all of that and, um, we'll be doing a podcast about it once I can get my shit together again. But, um, yeah, I think I used to be liked and not respected, but now that I've sort of shown people what I'm capable of and, um, Surprise myself with what I am capable of like sticking to something and committing to it and putting all of my energy into it I think yeah um I think now I am more respected as well as liked I hope but um yeah I think I would rather be respected just because it felt pretty shit to hear a comment like that and now um yeah I feel like I've turned it around with what I've learned in the last year so what does
1: love feel like
0: Oh my god! So I think love feels like, for me, it's awful to be honest. I it feels like obsession. It feels like it takes over your life. Um, I was in love with my housemate at the end of last year, and we ended up going out, but he didn't like me back for a few months, and I think it was just it completely took over my life. Like I just like wait for him to get home every day, and like be so excited to see him, and then you know, obviously it wasn't reciprocated. So it was, um, yeah, it was really hard. But when you both like are best friends and you're obsessed with each other and you want to see each other all the time, it is great, but it is bloody terrifying. I think um, just knowing that someone might not be there forever is totally scary, but um, yeah, I like being in love. I think I'm keen to be in love again, but not any I can't see it coming anytime soon so hopefully it hits me like a ton of bricks and it comes out of nowhere because at the moment there is nothing even simmering away so yeah who would your dream guest
1: be on your podcast
0: oh do you want my entire list I literally have a list it's a book where I just write names in it when I find someone I'm obsessed with whether it's a book I've read or an actress I've seen on a film Or, um, you know, an artist by someone that I've seen in like the tape (laughs) modded. I write them in the book, but I think I would love to have Phoebe Waller-Bridge just because she's so intelligent. She is, she's an amazing writer. She's an amazing female icon. She's so different. She's really funny Um, I think Pandora Sykes, because I'm reading her book at the moment. It's so interesting. Um, Definitely go and check it out if you can. It's called How Do We Know We Are Doing It Right? And it's basically a bunch of essays about, um, yeah, just different things in life, like whether it's the fast fashion industry or whether it's like the wellness culture, um, lots of different cool stuff. So I think I would love to speak to her about that. Um, Other than that, obviously, you've got your huge guests, like your Beyonce's and everything, but I think – they're like a, they're a one day type guest. They're not a realistic type guest. I reckon I can get Pandora Sykes and Phoebe Willow on the podcast, especially if they're listening now, ladies, you just reach out to me and you will be on there next week. You don't even need to wait.
1: <laughs> what changes would you make to our world to make it more like Mads World?
0: Oh, this is such a cute question. Um, do you know what? I think people just being honest with each other about how they feel and people talking about embarrassing things that happen to them because when we talk about them on the podcast – it just brings everyone together. And it's so fun to laugh about this stuff. Like you can sit there and internalize something horribly embarrassing, like whether you cried about your ex to a one night stand or whether, you know, you blocked the toilet at a guy's house and had to throw it out the window, which yes, did happen to someone on the podcast. I think you can sit there and you can get anxious about these things that happen, but they're just so funny, and if you if you if everyone was to share, you know, all of the little embarrassing things that happen, you realise that you're not alone, and it happens to everyone. So, I think, yeah, that's something that everyone um who loves the podcast always comes to me and says, "Is oh my god, that happened to me too," or "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm not the only one." So, yeah, I think everyone should be a bit more open about just weird stuff that happens to them because it's bloody funny and it will honestly set you free. <laughs>
1: all the questions completed how did you find the experience
0: loved it thank you so much for having me this was so much fun
1: thank you again maddie for being a guest on podcaster it was nice to meet you
0: you too
1: thank you for listening to this episode of podcaster if you haven't already please subscribe rate and review You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at podcasterpod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care, and until next time, goodbye.